Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Why? Because God wants you to be blessed. The only person who wants you broke is the devil, and you ain't going to be broke because you're the blessed of the Lord. And you know, you know what? You should hate. You should hate poverty, and you should hate lack, because Jesus went to the cross to die for it. Why in the heaven would I carry it? Come on, somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, some of the stuff we were talking about, I want to continue to talk about uh, how we've been talking to you, pressing for the prize. You know, we've been in this series for a while, and I think it's really been a blessing because I don't know about you, but sometimes I lose sight of pressing the, for the goal. You know. And we've been looking in, uh, you know, we looked at the Passion Translation. I want you to see this right here. And, you know, we've been in Philippians chapter 3. We've been in Philippians 3 and 12. And we've been talking about, you know, the Apostle Paul in Philippians 3 and 12 said he, he admitted that I have not yet acquired. So that means he's growing. Never stop growing, man. That's what he's saying. Like, I'm not there yet. Nobody's there yet. Only one who got there was Jesus. But what did he say? I, I have not acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I like that, right? So here's a big one. Watch this. I don't depend on my own strength. However, I do have one compelling focus. What's that? I forgot about the past. I fasten my heart to the future. I run straight for divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointed one, Jesus. Man, that is strong. Well, here's some of the things that I want you to understand about pressing for the prize, about running your race and running straight. Direction for your life in every area has been given to you and me by God. So strong. Now, that might seem like so simple, but I want you to see that. Direction for your life in every area has been given to you from God. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes we don't like the steps it takes to get there. Now, that's, that's the truth, right? And if you look at, um, you know, in uh, Luke 4 and 1, King James is great. It's all about the story of Jesus being led from the wilderness to a place of desolation even though he was in the plan of God for his life. This is so good. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did not eat anything. He was hungry and the devil brought temptation. So you, you and me sometimes could say this, how in the world could God be leading me down a path that seems to be desolate and messed up and all goofy. Well, here's one of the things you have to know. God's leading you and directing your life. Is you're going to have to trust the process. Because sometimes the process may seem like you're in a spot you don't want to be in. There's some temptations that you have to overcome in your, in your life to become the Christian that God wants you to become. It's true whether it's the wilderness. See, the wilderness isn't bad as much as it's not. I, the wilderness is not isolation. The wilderness is all about preparation, okay? That's what happens. 
Now, some people are in a wilderness journey because they disobeyed. We understand that. The children of Israel did that. You might be in a season of a wilderness experience because of preparation. It's when you get quiet, you get calm. John the Baptist went through the one crying in the wilderness, leading and directing the way of the coming of the Messiah, Jesus. Come on, you see what I'm saying? So you might be preparing your future in your wilderness experience today. Don't look at the leading of God as a negative because it doesn't feel comfortable. Okay? Now you might say, Pastor Chris, it's supposed to feel comfortable. God can care less about your comfort. He wants to work on your character. Or oh, that'll preach right there. You need, that's when you need the hammond right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be like, come on, man. God don't care about your comfort. He cares about your character. He wants you to learn, to grow, to have Christ-like behavior, even in uncomfortable situations. Man, that's good. I don't like where you're leading me. No, duh. Jesus didn't like going and get led there. But guess what? It was part of the process for the plan. So you can't look at where you're led to determine whether this prize has been lost. You know what I'm saying? What you think, like, Jesus probably thought in the back of his head somewhere, like, dude, I cannot be in the will of God right now. If this is being in the will of God, fasted, hungry, tempted of the devil, giving all the kingdoms of the heaven, get everything. Look, man, he's probably thinking like, look, this is a bad day. No, what it was was this, is that it was a season of life that he had to grow. He could have took all, you know, Jesus could have took all the, he could have compromised and took all the kingdoms of the world from Lucifer, come on now, and not did it right and literally would have been disastrous, but it was a temptation he had to overcome. Now, he's always obedient, but not everything that, not everything's good is God. You know, sometimes that's like that, man. It's like, man, I, man, you could have all these kingdoms without the pain. Don't compromise. Oh, you can have all this stuff without the drunk. Man, you're pressing for a prize that's worth it. Because, you know, in your, in your cultivation of your Christian walk, that happens. You know, it's like, man, I got some tough seasons, man. Tough decisions I got to make. Man, I could have got offended. You know how many people could get offended and quit on their destiny? Offense comes from the devil, man. It ain't people. Offense comes from the word of God. Offense comes for you, man. Well, I'm offended. You know, and people get like that, you know, from church people. Church people are whacked, man. You know what I mean? Like church people could be offensive. You know, you're in church and you're like, man, I got offended. Why are you going to let people that are goofy offend you? Don't quit on your destiny because some, some, somebody that was goofy got offended, or got you offended because they said something wrong. People will say the weirdest stuff in the world. Ain't that true? You know it's true. Look at this. The Holy Spirit wants to lead you and he's going to teach you what to do and what to say. That's a big one. Okay? The Holy Spirit is going to teach you what to do and what to say. Okay? Big thing the Holy Spirit's going to do, which is pressing for the prize, is this. Look at this. Psalm 16:5. Woo! Passion. He helps me be patient in the waiting. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ugh. Psalms 16, verse 5, passion, right? This is so, this is like almost painful, right? Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my what? My prize, my pleasure, my portion. 
I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. Oh my God. Somebody needs to get a tattoo of that somewhere. Come on. Did you get what I said? I leave my destiny in its what? Timing. Listen, if you're going to press for a prize, you're going to have to be comforted by the fact that God and the Holy Spirit is going to help me be patient in the waiting. Because not everything happens instantly. You're pressing for a goal. You're pressing after ministry. You're pushing for whatever it is. I don't know. It doesn't happen instantly. Okay? This is why you need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Spirit to direct me. Come on. In every area. I need the Holy Spirit to teach me what to do and what to say. I need the Holy Spirit to help me with the timing. And here's a big one. The Holy Spirit's going to do this. And this is Colossians 3 and 12, right? He keeps me, because I'm pressing for a prize. What do I do while I'm pressing? Doesn't, you ever train for something? Look, I don't understand the Olympic. I do not understand Olympic trainers. These guys are amazing. And you ever watch like this stuff? You ever watch like on the Olympics, you know, like the skating or something quick? Like, you're talking about this guy, like tracks like that, like some of them things, but like, so you're talking about a couple minutes of, of, of platform and it's over. You've trained for this thing for years and you got one. Ch- That's why like, remember one time, I remember one of the ice skaters, you know, one of the guys, he, he fell. And like, you think this guy's like bawling his eyes out. He's like, he probably trained for four years and, and, and he got one shot and the guy's sliding across. He's lost it. I got up. 365 days, you know what I mean? You think about this, like four years training. He's probably trained his whole life, but from Olympics to Olympics, you know, I get another shot. You're thinking, man, that's almost 400 days a year of thinking and preparing. And, you know, you're thinking, my God, that's 1,600 days of just desiring something and, and something goes wrong or something. Man, you know what I'm saying? This is not easy. So when you're going after God and it doesn't look like it's getting better, it doesn't look like, you got it faster. It doesn't look like anything's happening. It doesn't look like that promise is working. It doesn't look like, man, it's not easy to stay the course when it doesn't look like, it looks like it's further away or it looks like something got slipped up or hindered. You got to press for the prize even when you can't see it. You got to keep pressing for the prize even when you can't feel it. You got to keep pressing for the prize when it doesn't look like any of it's coming. Well, what's my prize? Well, that's your call of God on your life, man. Whatever God's called you to do, to be a husband, a father, a wife, a a mom, a dad, a business guy, an employee. I don't know what you do, but guess what? Somewhere along there, God's in it. Look at this one. Write this down. Colossians 3 and 12. The Holy Spirit is going to keep me unoffendable in the process. Unoffendable. I am unoffendable. Woo. All right, let's put it into passion. I am unoffendable. Because this is huge, right? You are always, and you are always and dearly loved. I like that. By God. So robe yourself with the virtues of God since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others and compassionate, showing kindness toward all. Be gentle, yes. Be humble, Yes, be unoffendable in your patience with others. 
That's great scripture, right? Yay. But isn't that true? Be unoffendable in patience with others. You got to get unoffendable. Forgive people before they did it. Stay in the place of not getting offended. I'm not getting offended by these people. You're not going to derail my destiny because you, you, you can't recognize. This is big, man. Look, why, why, why do we need to have whole, the Holy Spirit interact in this journey? Because you're going to get offended, man. Sooner or later, you're going to get offended. Sooner or later, you're going to lose direction. Sooner or later, these wilderness, sooner or later, it's going to be hard. Sooner or later, I tell people all the time, man, just keep showing up, man. Don't quit showing up. You're going to go through good. You're going to go through bad. You're going to go through up. You're going to go through down. You're going to go through all this stuff. Just keep coming. Just keep coming. Just keep showing up, right? It's big. And one of the things I think people got to understand is, um, it's kind of like this. Let me, I, I give, I, it's easier, you know, it's funny. My whole life I filtered through the word of God. You know, I try to really do that. That's why I don't give you my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I filter my life through the word of God. So I go like, oh, I can think about this. I want to think about this. Look at 1 Peter 5 and 8. He'll tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? Like I start thinking, here, even better. Go 5, 7. You can put King James. I'll tell you what, starting 5, 6, it'd be even better. We're going to King James. Now, watch this. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I just... My, my, I'm not, I don't know the Bible that good. I wish I knew it better. But I'm like a Rolodex. I'm trying to figure it out. Here's the way. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. First and foremost, how do I humble myself to God? You got to submit to this word. So when you're un- unsubmitted to the word of God, your life's a mess, man. You know? There ain't no other way to do it but ha- without God. Stop trying to build another way to do the things of God without God. You can't do it. So humbling myself means, man, what's God's word say? And I get under it. Don't try to get over it. Get under it. See, let me explain something about authority. I never had as much authority in my life until I got submitted. Once I got submitted, I started having authority. I didn't even want it. I didn't even want it. God will give it to you because you qualify for it. The unsubmitted man or woman of God is not deserving of God's authority because you will become unsafe to yourself. So God don't give it to you. It's pseudo authority. You don't have authority in the spirit realm. You see what I'm saying? People, you know, people got it. Like, I, I, we're, real around, we're real around here. You know, people are like, well, you know, I, these people casting out devils for hours and all this stuff. Get out of here hours with this nonsense. I'm not coming here, staying around here for hours. Releasing people from the bind of the enemy is based upon authority. The more submitted you are, the more authority you have. Devil ain't gonna come around your house when you submitted to the word of God. You know why the devil tells all these people? Well, you know, he ain't ain't scared of you because you got compromise in your Christianity. I I don't submit to God's word because I'm trying to get accepted by God. I've already been accepted by God. I submit to God's word because I wanna have power in the earth like God. People don't realize that. That's the truth. Ready? Check this out. Cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. Everybody loves that one, right? Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking to be made devour. Now watch this. Nine. Nine and ten. Huge. 
resist steadfast in the faith, the devil, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Same pressures happening to everybody. You are not an isolated case. You are not singled out. You are the majority. The same afflictions, everybody in the body of Christ goes through this stuff. Man, when's this coming? How long is this going to take? This season stinks. I've been waiting so long, I feel like I'm losing my mind. Come on, man. Everybody's been there. He said, look, don't think it's any different for anybody else. Everybody's going through. Everybody, say, everybody, say, look at your neighbor. Say, everybody's going through. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Look at your other neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. I'm making it to the other side. Come on. You know what I'm saying, man. It's not easy. But watch this next verse. No, nobody reads this. I was in a meeting one time. The guy skipped over this. I'm serious. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you what? Suffered. Uh, I don't want to read that. I told you that story, right? I was in, I, he's on, he's on t I just talked to him the other day. He was on Daystar. Um, I was with Bishop Dwight Pate. I can, I can quote him. I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I'm young, man. I'm probably, geez, I wasn't even married. And I'm in this car driving over to, when you ever been, if you ain't never been to Louisiana, Louisiana got all these like roads over the water. Just everywhere you go, roads over water. I never forget as long as I live. You guys will love it. You love, young guys will love it, right? And I'm like, Bishop, he starts talking about preaching for everybody. Everybody preached for him. He had a, a miracle, miracle service, power of God, like stayed up, shot out, man, just oil, anointing, like meetings with hundreds, thousands of people. And I, I looked at him and I said, hey, man, I used to ask guys when I was young, not that I don't ask them anymore, but, you know, when you're younger, you're kind of like, how do I do this? You know, I used to say, hey, give me your top, my buddies and me were always like, give me your top three things to make it. What are the top three things? Tell me your top. And I do, like what guys, I'll ask them, what's your top, if I get new preachers or new mentors around, guys I feel like can mentor a little bit. I'm like, hey, what's your top three things? And he, he leaned, he, he's driving in the car. I told you this before, but it's funny. He's driving in the car, and he's driving the car on this thin two-lane thing. Holding the wheel, and he leaked her. I'm in the back seat of his car. He turns around and looked me straight in the face. I go, What's the top three things you want to teach? He says, He's like, driving, you know, doing this. I said, I want to teach you only one thing, young man. Only one thing. I said, What's that? He looked at me and said, While well, I was driving, you got to suffer. Ha! 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 Suffer. Went back to driving. I said, this dude's nuts. He suffer. Yeah, you're going to suffer from your own opinion if you're going to follow God. You're going to suffer from the right to have a want. You're going to suffer from trying to have your own desires. You're going to suffer because you ain't going to be able to say what you want to say. You're going to have to suffer because you ain't going to be able to do what you want to do. 
You're gonna have to suffer because you can't go where you wanna go. You're gonna suffer because you can't drink what everybody else drinks. You're gonna suffer because you can't go to the places that your friends go because you got because you want something in God. That's ain't that ain't old school. That's the Bible, man. You're gonna suffer for righteousness. You're gonna suffer for morality. You're gonna go through it, man. And now I know exactly what he's talking about. Why? Because when you're there, you don't get it. You got to give up your, unless a grain of wheat falls in the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it'll go in the dirt, whoo, come on, somebody, get in the dirt. Look at your neighbor and say, get in the dirt. Get in the dirt and don't come out until you grow. Stay in the dirt. After you suffered a while, do you like that part? What's it going to do then? After you suffered a while, after you what? Suffer a while, he'll make you perfect. Woo! Established, strengthened, and settled. Did you get that? Mmm, Jesus. I hope you pulled that in. What? Yep. He'll make you what? Perfect. Now, let me ask you, because you think the Bible's backing up. I was like, what do you mean perfect? Perfect. And that's in that area. Now, you're not a perfect, 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 perfect person. You know, nobody's perfect with Jesus. But you know what I'm saying? But in that area, you ain't got, well, what was it? Resist that. So when the enemy comes knocking, when you learn to walk through this thing, you ain't going to rattle. You ain't going to punk out and say, oh, you know what I mean? You ain't going to be bullied by this. You're going to stand your ground. You're going to be perfect. You're going to be established, and you're going to be what? Strengthened, and God will settle you. Woo, come on. Write this down. Here's another point that starts happening when you start running your race. The Holy Spirit is going to help me overcome things I cannot overcome on my own. He's going to help me overcome things I cannot, what? I cannot overcome on my own. Look what it says in the Passion, Galatians 5, 16 and 17, Right? Helps me overcome things I cannot overcome on my own. How many got some things you cannot face off with on your own? Look what it says here. As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. Oh my God in heaven. Let's read that again. As you yield freely and what? Fully. To the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon your cravings of yourself. You, he said, if you start yielding to the Holy Ghost, you're not going to crave to have your own life. Oh, look at this. Well, Pastor Chris, you know, I don't think it's a big deal. Oh, you don't? Read 17. For your self-life craves the things that are, what? Offend the Holy Spirit. I just, I, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I got, I got desires. You better make sure your desires line up with God. I got wants. You know, Christians, they, they Christians, let me explain something to you. There should be a disclaimer on the door of Christianity. You don't come in and have it your way, man. Christianity is about laying down your life. Yeah, I, I think the church is, I'm going to say something. This is going to sound bad, but you get my point. Don't make it too easy to get saved, man. 
Now, you know, that's, that's a loaded question. You know, God makes it easier for people to get saved. All you got to do is believe and receive. But you leave out the part of like, you got to believe, you receive, and follow and continue to the end. People don't tell you that. Just, oh, just say a prayer. Just say a prayer and you're going to go to heaven with Jesus. Just say a prayer and you're going to go to heaven with Jesus. I understand what faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If a man shall confess with his mouth, thou shalt be saved. I got that. But he said, if, he said this, he said what? He said, you need to what? Walk in the love of God. You need to have this. Other. So wait a minute. I'm supposed to live carnal the rest of No, 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 no. You receive Jesus and then you allow Jesus' word to mold the character of the new you. Put on the new man. What about the new man? What about the growth? So everybody's like, well, I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, well, if you're doing what you want to do, it's offending the Holy Spirit. You can't outlive the word, man. The word already outlived you. For your self-life craves things that offend the Holy Spirit and hinder him from living free within you. Jesus, good God, this scripture is awesome. And the Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder you basically in your old self. He don't let you go back. He don't let you go back. The Holy Spirit's intense Cravings hinder you from going back to your old self-life, from dominating you. So then by two incompatible and conflicting forces within you, your self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the spirit. 18, but when you are brought into full freedom of the spirit of grace, you will no longer be, what? Living under the domination of the law, but soaring above it. My God in heaven, that sounds like the Holy Ghost, man, right? That's strong right there. He's gonna help me overcome this thing. I don't want myself like, I want my new like. I wanna look brand new. I don't wanna look like I used to look. I don't wanna act like I asked like, we, like I, man, I don't even wanna act like yesterday. Yesterday's gone. I want to be living in a newness of my life in the spirit. Here's another one. Ready? Here's a big one. Here's a big one. Well, if I'm going to run after this race and win this prize and do all this great stuff, leaning on God's going to help me avoid mistakes. Leaning on the Holy Spirit's going to help me avoid mistakes. Because where am I? How am I supposed to press? You got to just keep going forward. Well, how am I directed in the press? You're just going to walk around aimlessly. Apostle Paul said, I'm not like somebody beating the air. I'm battling to go forward. I'm running after a race. I'm trying to win a championship. Right? Look at this. In the message, this is really good. 1 Corinthians 10.9, the message Bible. Right? 1 Corinthians 10.9, the Holy Spirit is going to help avoid the mistakes. He's going to help me avoid mistakes. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't even know what to think sometimes. He's going to help me in those arenas so I can be an overcomer and be victorious in every single place. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians 10, 9. We must never try to get Christ to serve us instead of us serving him. Right? That's the Christianity you got out there now a little bit. No offense, but it's like, oh, you know, Adam, try, Adam, Adam. Remember, remember Adam? Right? That joker, 
He tried to do what he wanted to do. Cain and Abel is the most perfect example of it from the, be from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Totally. You know? Cain's like, I'm going to serve you the way I want to serve you. God's like, no, you ain't. You're going to serve me the way I told you to serve me, or I'm not receiving it. He brought a gift to God God didn't want. Let me tell you something, church, man. You better pay attention here. God does not have to receive anything you give him unless you bring it right. Oh, man, I'm telling you now, now I'm preaching. What do you mean? He told me, Mr. Cain, he said, sin is lying at the door and his desire is to destroy you. I told you what I want you to bring. You brought me something from the field when I told you to bring something that's been slaughtered. That's the form of Christianity we got right now. Wait, I'm going to bring God what I got and he's got to accept it. Yeah, that's baloney. God don't got to accept nothing unless you bring him your best. Woo, come on, man. I'm going to preach it now. Come on, go back to 1 Corinthians 10, 9. I'm getting everybody all meddled up, right? We must never try to get to Christ to serve us instead of us serving him. They tried it and God launched an epidemic of poisonous snakes. We must be careful not to stir up discontent. Discontent destroyed them. These are all warning markers in our history books written down so that we do not repeat their mistakes. Our positions in the story are parallel. They, what at the beginning, what at what the end? We are just as capable as messing it up as much as they were. Yeah, you know what they did? They, they, they started complaining. Well, this ain't no good. How many on the road to pressing for a prize and you mad? I'm mad. I don't, I don't got this and I don't got that and I don't got a promise and Nobody come to my meeting and beady, 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 beady. You know what I mean? We all do it. I do it too. I grumble, complain. Do you grumble? I do. Grumble. I, I grumble. I mumble. I complain. I'm impatient. I get mad. I, I, I don't really, I don't really, I'm not a real sad person, so I'm always up. But I, I do get, I get, oh my God. I get, I get, don't you get tired of it sometimes? Like, my God, when am I going to catch a break? You ever been there? Like, can I catch a break for crying out loud? This is the truth, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. So how am I going to pull this off? Because the Holy Spirit, the divine revealer of truth is going to help you on your journey. So this is what you got to remember because we're getting ready to go. You're here and you want to get there. Okay? I'm pressing for a prize. So you're on this journey and you're pressing for the prize. I'm cool with that. So you're here and you're walking it out day by day, minute by minute, step by step. How am I going to stay up for this even when it looks like it's not working? How you gonna do it? How I stay up? I gotta stay up. I gotta stay up for this when it looks like this thing's nine miles away. How in the heaven am I gonna get up for this? Easy. You know what you gotta do? Stop looking beyond today. Stay in this 24 and dominate it. How do I know? Jesus said, man, look, you don't even gotta worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Just take care of the 24 you got. So many people sitting on a sideline of success because they don't want to get into today. What's going to happen a week from now? How in the world do I know what's going to happen for a week from now? A week from now, we all might be in heaven. I don't know. All I got is today, and the decisions I make today determine whether I'm going to be able to press for this prize, and I'm going to make it to get there. This is big, and I want you to remember it. Don't forget it, okay? We need to make up for sometimes our human weaknesses, okay? And that's not bad. We all got them, okay? We need to make up for our human weaknesses. And the only way to make up for the human weakness to stay the course, press for the prize, 
push for the future is you got to allow the Holy Spirit to kick in and help lead you, guide you, and help you get there. If you do that, your life will change forever. Amen? That's the God's honest truth. I want you to pull that in now. So what do I do? I lean on him. Man, I'm almost getting offended. Leave it alone, right? We went through these things, right? I don't know which direction to go. Trust God, right? So if you don't know, let's recap real quick because we're done, right? One, I don't know which way to go. Ask God and he'll help you. He'll direct you in areas of life. Hey, I don't know what to say. He'll teach you what to say. Hey, I don't like the timing, man. This is taking too long. I've been waiting for this promise. Like Moses, man, you're waiting 40 years for promises. Come on, man. Listen, it's gonna take time. You gotta be patient. Guess what? While I'm waiting, I'm getting mad. Don't get offended. It's dangerous. Hey, I cannot do this on my own. Great. He'll help you overcome things you could not do on your own. And most foremost is this. What? He is going to help me not making the mistakes that I don't need to make to derail my destiny because I make the wrong decisions. Trust God. Trust the process. Trust the pain. Embrace it. And notice, on the other side, the only thing you're going to see is victory, victory, success, You're going to win and you're going to achieve and accomplish the prize that God has before you. Amen. Come on, let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person listening at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Father, that you're leading them, you're guiding them. They're pressing for the prize. They're forgetting the past. They're running their race. They're pushing forward. They're moving forward. They're doing what you've asked them to do. And they are not going to get weary in well-doing, but they're going to reap. Just don't faint. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord. Guys, don't forget, our summit's coming up. But guess what? We're coming to Palm Coast. Come on. The announcements are on right after the show. So do not leave. Do not leave when I'm done, man. There's some stuff for you to hear, stuff for you to find out. It's going to be awesome. But we're coming to Palm Coast. We're going to be there all next month on Thursdays. And then in October, of course, you know, we're going to be starting Sunday mornings. It's going to be awesome, amen? So I want you to remember this. You just keep taking one step in front of the other, and you're going to see great success. I'm going to see you Sunday morning, 9 and 1030, right here at Relevant Church. And I want you to know we're going to share a word that's going to take your life to a whole other level. So stay on. Don't go nowhere. They're getting ready to give you some announcements, but I love you, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.